Hello, and welcome to the Urban Dharma NC podcast. In this fourth of a four-part series, Kenshin Koncho Gyaltsen Rinpoche, abbot of the Drigunkagyu lineage, teaches on bodhicitta, or the resolve to attain full awakening for the benefit of all beings. These teachings were given as part of the Drigun Tukye Chinmo, a deeply moving and profound ceremony transmitting the bodhisattva vow that is rarely offered in the West. Urban Dharma is a Buddhist temple in the heart of Asheville, North Carolina. We are supported by your generosity and by our online store, TibetanSpirit.com. To learn more about us, come visit our temple in person or look us up online at UdharmaNC.com. Thanks for listening. Melodies, 
I sing the excellent qualities of all of your conquerors and praise all of you come to bliss with the best flowers and best garlands, best music ointments and excellent parasols, finest lamps and superior incense. I offer to you conquerors with excellent garments and best fragrances and sandalwood powder heat high as Mount Mary. All wondrous offerings perfectly arranged I offer to you conquerors. These vast and unequal offerings to each and every one of the conquerors. With the power of conviction and noble deeds I prostrate and offer to all the conquerors. All the harmful deeds that I have done with my body, speech, and mind, under the power, desire, hatred, and ignorance, I confess each and every one of them. I rejoice in all the meritorious deeds of all the conquerors of the ten directions and the heirs of the Buddhas. Solitary realizers here are still in training and beyond, and all my creators. You who are lands of the worlds of the ten directions, who have attained the Buddha's omniscience through the stages of awakening. All of you who are my protectors, please turn the unexcelled wheel of Dharma. With palms together, I earnestly beseech you, you who may intend to manifest final nirvana. Please remain for as many eons as there are atoms in the world, for the happiness and well-being of all operators. Whatever slight virtue I may have gathered through prostrations, offerings, confession, rejoicing, requesting, and beseeching, I now dedicate Ring finger, 
So we just uh, have to do that. So ring finger like uh, a chain of our uh, no. So then this uh, with this you know uh, pronounce until the end of this samsara. Said I will not separate myself from the bodhicitta in one moment. Then uh, those session beings in the three walls of the samsara, who are in the ocean of the suffering, malam uh, and I will make all this aspiration to liberate these from the ocean of the samsara. On that, uh, that we need to repeat this one said. Uh, until the end of the ocean of the samsara uh, I will not separate uh, from the bodhicitta and the, the teacher, the Buddha who is in front of you that I will not separate from the teacher the root guru Buddha circle, not several circles. <laughs> Go find a spot. <laughs> and then meditate uh, that uh, Buddha, that with uh, the, the Buddhist vows we took from, meditate the Buddha is helping us to free from the samsara. Would this please repeat this in Tibetan? Chisi, Chisi, Korwe, Korwe, Dazo Chambo, Dazo Chambo, Matange Pato, Matange Pato, Changjuji Semdang, Changjuji Semdang, Tetebe, Tetebe, Lamatang, Lamatang, Namdoyang, Namdoyang, Mindrewar, Mindrewar, Jurji, Jurji, Kamsungji, Kamsungji, Korwa. Dungi, Dato Chambule, Dato Chambule, Ujibur, Ujibur, Guruji, Guruji. 
So you all feel so joyful, feel happy. Now we are connected to the Buddha to, to achieve through this taking Buddha Sattva was far. Mm-hmm. 
So when this happens, all the Buddha feels there's such great signs, amazing sign, magnificent sign, like earthquakes that happens to those Buddha felt, and rainbow colors like those manifest, and the fragrance of the incense just spontaneously manifest and the rain of the flowers just fall down so these things happen when this happens then the great Buddhistatwas and those Buddhafils, they ask the Buddha, what's of this sign? And then Buddha explains to Buddhistatwas in this, in the world of Buddhistatwas realm, there are many who are taking Buddhistatwas vow. Because of this such a magnificent signs, auspicious symbols that happens here. So then these Buddhists also in those Buddha films also feel so joyful. So now we have also many Dharma brother and sister who are practicing Bodhicitta. <clears throat> So that we hear also then we met the offerings, flower offerings, and all things that which I described, these offerings that we made, that also manifest to all other Buddha fields. The Buddha Dogadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadad
You don't. Oh. In the emptiness. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I will translate roughly here. It's, it's, it is in the book of the Bodhicharya Avatara in that, you know. Uh, just mention that, see. Uh, this 20,000 table years, yes. Now, this uh, today, now, I got the, the total fruit having this precious human life. So, means I bear the, I, because it's precious human life, I got opportunity to take the Bodhisattva's vow. And this is the supreme kind of benefit of fruit that I have achieved by having this human life. Today, I become the follower of the Buddha, such called Bodhisattva. Now I become Bodhisattva. So just rejoice on this. So this is the greatest achievement we can have when we have this precious human life. There's no any greater than this to achieve. Because this brought the ultimate purpose of being precious human life. Is that you know? She is best and the jump then they get said because the is the nothing but complete pure virtuous mind so all the buddhas of the ten directions their full attention is now those who have cultivated bodhicitta. It's the cherished follower of the Buddha. So Buddha now aware. Full has the Buddha has the full awareness that we are here to study practice bodhicitta. To benefit countless sentient beings to become the service for the Buddha and the sentient beings. So that Buddha aware this and that's why we are here today. Why it is so precious and important. Because this is the beginning how to end the ocean of samsara. So you see all the Buddhas are like your father, the spiritual father. And all the Buddhas are your 
spleen. Bodhisattva, brother and sister. So Bodhicitta is unending treasure, source of all the peace, happiness, and joy that now that you captured in your heart. Now from today, when there's a calling, all the followers of the Buddha, the Buddhisattva, the son and daughter of the Buddha, so that what means, no, is you are who have cultivated Bodhicitta. You are one who took the Bodhisattva's vow. That's what is called. Bodhisattva, the young, young girls, the son and daughters of Bodhisattva, you who are, have taken the Bodhisattva's vow. So this is depends. When you don't have Bodhisattva's vow, you don't have these levels. When you have Bodhisattva's vow, Cultivated Bodhicitta, and you have all these different levels. When at the time of Buddha, there's a beggar, a beggar on the street. When they took Bodhisattva's vow, then they are respected and not just beggar. They are the Bodhisattva, male and female Bodhisattva. Because of this we have all this respected now courtesy opportunity so we also have the responsibility that we have to bear all this responsibility as a Bodhisattva. Never, most important is never now divorce from the Bodhisattva as well, or Bodhicitta. Always constantly stay in your heart. Relax. There no need to be so tense. So I'm Bodhisattva, what should, what should I do? No. Feeling of tense. Sometimes people feel that, you know. So release all the tensions. Relax. Like the businessman who's accomplished all his business, 
Then he felt, now my business was very successful. So like that, we just feel relaxed. Now I have nothing to do in other, other than this. I just pay attention here. This is my role. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That book, I'm sure there's translations. That that book, the road by Asanka, is he compiled all the sutras that Buddha spoke about the Bodhicitta and Bodhisattva's role. I'm just you know, organizing that book. So it is good to study that book. You know? Then there's called Tundi. Uh, verses the 20 it's called 20, 20 vows 20 verses of vow by Chandra uh, Kumi also that's not good to see in that say, there are five the forces of four root downfall that's that's uh, for the gain, for the gain and respect. So when there's, there's a then, for that object, praising oneself and blaming others should not be done. If they're done that way, what out of just anger. That devour our Buddhist vow. Then then this call. If anybody say in the Buddhist was family uh, made mistake or in the monastery broken the vows. Mistake, bad mistake. If that individual apologizes, I apologize my mistake. I apologize my breaking the law out of resentment, not ex- not accepting their apology. Uh, still, bursting on them. So that is also this uh, breaks the law. And then the one destitute. <coughs> has possessed nothing, nor any possessions. If they come request, like give Dharma teachings, or they ask to help. So if you have ability, you try your best what you can. Then if you don't have the ability, of course, then 
is out of your ability. <coughs> so looking down on them, you know, uh, avoiding them, so that would be the also also breaking down our vows. And then there's, uh, if we give up the Bodhisattva's vow and still try to teach others, so there's also this uh, breaking the vow. So this is the four root downfall. Then there are 26 uh, branch downfall. Those are, I think, I've listed in the uh, the <coughs> jewel ornament of liberation in that section. So you can read there. I'm sure many of you have read that. And you can see in Bhutta Avatar a lot of those wonderful teachings, mainly to train our mind, as yesterday I mentioned. It's also to train our mind. We need to train our mind. In other words, we need to heal our mind. Healing, training, make our mind more workable, accessible. Seeing everything is impermanent. Release our attachment. Release the anger. ตัดสินสัตว์มีผลออกไปสิแล้วก็ทําเจริญลาบราจันทร์ดิรุตตาบาดมันดุรุดุนะเกวะจุดุเกวะเจดุมกอรุปุชโอเจเกวะซาวะ
teaching in Tibet, written by, written, written by a Tibetan teacher, master. So because of his skill, this, you know, skill, clarity, all those, such matters, such clear. So many great masters are inspired that by seeing that book. So therefore, like say, Zongapas Lamrim is based, written on the base of that. No. Yeah. And uh, so, say, and other, many other great masters written Lamrim on the base of, on the base of this. No. So that, say, the six parameters. First, generosity. So the pure wealth, what to give, pure motivation, pure skill. So this, how to be, all this uh, giving without mistake. Don't give to become famous. So if I practice this giving, maybe I will become famous. That's the point. That's the motive point. Our point is to free from samsara, to attain enlightenment. One can be famous by any means, but our motivation is not to have a pure. Then giving, as I mentioned, giving is such a joyous practice. If you give a cup of tea, you feel so good. No. If you give a smile, how it makes precious. That in your working in the office, all your colleagues there, you smile. Everyone just makes to relax. It costs nothing, but it means so much. So giving fearlessness, giving peace, giving wisdom, there's so many things we can do. But we just need to keep the bodhicitta in our heart and to do all things what you can. <coughs> oh, so, so yeah. Then, as mentioned, moral ethics, morality, shila. When you keep those precepts, as now we have this five, so five precepts, the precepts the refuge. And Bodhisattva. When the Buddha said, keep these precepts, it's a guideline. It's not to trap. In reality, we're to free from samsara. We're trapped in the samsara, in the delusion. You know? And because we're trapped, we're in the, in the cocoon, you know? so we're trapped in the cocoon of the delusion, and there's no space to move. So we are cutting, breaking that cocoon. Just embracing all sentient beings in your heart and enlightenment. So for that direction we are working. So for that, when Buddha listed this, 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 you should do. This, 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 this you should not do means it's a guideline. Sometimes people think, I can't 
keep this all precepts, you know. I'm not ready yet, I said that. That means I'm not ready yet to free from suffering. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> still I need to call it if, you know, get more suffering. <laughs> then I will learn more, you know. <laughs> That's reality in nature. But also some teachers will tell you also, if you want to, if you can keep, you take this precept. If you cannot keep, don't take this. They will say that. That's a real big mistake. Who can keep all this right at the beginning, as I mentioned? Mm-hmm. But we learn. We learn from our mistake. You know, from that we progress. We develop. Purify. That's what that comes with purification. You know, such a wonderful thing. So we learn step by step, then, you know. So these are some very important points. You know. mm, so there's uh, uh, moral ethics. Patience, again, in the Joel Ornament of Liberation. He, Kambopa, met, let's say. Of course, there are different division, classification. In the one of them first says that the nine tips he met how to practice the patience. There are many different occasions, it's not just one. Many different ways how to practice patience. Using all the different skills. Suppose now it's just uh, now. Somebody hit on me, then I'm angry to that person. He or she hit me on my back or on my head. So I'm very angry. So then come it's according to the Devas tradition. So if you are really angry, you should be angry with a stick. <laughs> because the, the stick is the you got the pain from, <laughs> and then you argue back. No stick has no any freedom. That the man is the responsible. So I'm angry with that man. No, because still won't jump on me and hit you. know. <laughs> so then. I go back. In that case, the man has no freedom. He's pushed by his anger. So nobody generally says nobody likes to be angry. Is there anyone who likes to be angry? No. You want to be a good person. You want to have any friends. If you are angry, you won't find any friends. Even your own family, you know. So nobody wants to be angry, get upset, you know, delude your mind. But then, like for example, I said, nobody wants to get sick. But then we get sick, 
like that, then we are angry. When we are angry, then the expression of the anger is just nothing but cause of suffering for oneself and others. So that person is, because of the anger, pushed him to hit the stick. So I should be angry to the anger of that person. Now can anger and anger can destroy by the anger? No. Then the big ex- explosion will manifest. His anger and my anger. Then to anger, no? <laughs> the whole environment will be turbulent, no? So there's a big bomb, you know? <laughs> so, then how to eliminate his anger? Through the skill, through the wisdom, through the compassion. No? Through that, said, then we have to practice patience. No choice. <clears throat> See? There's also a beautiful verse in the uh, fourth stanza by Ayadawa. It's a 400, it's called 400 stanza by Ayadawa. In that there's one. Right. Some individual who has a psychological problem and then possessed by the spirit. And because of this possession of the spirit, that person is not the manifests his all his <coughs> that mental problem. Then the doctor who looks after that person will have a such great compassion. Instead of being angry, the doctor will try best to get rid of his psychological problem. Just get rid of the spirit, not the person. So likewise, Buddha see sensual beings as not the enemy, but all the mental afflictions that sensual beings have, that's the enemy. So from that point of view, we practice the patience develop compassion to that person. So as I mentioned, nobody wants to be nobody nobody doesn't want to be angry. But when the anger manifests, then there's a pain, suffering and expressing. So instead of we retaliate with the anger, develop compassion. Try everything if we can to reduce his or her anger. That's how to practice patience. Make sense? Like this. That's how we can heal. How can we heal our mind? Turn our mind. So that's why I say, as I mentioned, when we know the more about the suffering, the details, suffering of suffering, suffering of change, suffering of the conditions, we know. Then we have. A, we can have a, a deeper practice of compassion. Compassion doesn't mean submissive. No, weak. Some people think practice of patience is weak, but actually it's a strength. 
built strength, courage, no fear. See, what of anger manifests out of fear? When there's uh, some danger comes to protect yourself, anger comes and then destroy others. Sometimes the people say, "Oh, anger will help you to develop your you no know, power to challenge others." It seems like, but in reality, it destroys all the peace of others and oneself. So this may take time. You know, everything takes time because our habit is so deeply rooted. So from this respect, is the patience, it's called, it's called forbearance. It's good. Forbearance, bear the consequences out of wisdom and compassion without fear and solve the problem. And then perseverance. Perseverance means joyous effort, making all those factors joyfully. Sometimes difficult, there's a suffering. But bear the suffering joyfully. Like when you get a strong headache, I suppose. Oh, this headache is good opportunity to purify my karma. And then look at this, my headache. This is real. It reminds me suffering, suffering of all sentient beings. My this headache may become as such kind of powerful method that can purify all the suffering of sentient beings. As I want to free from this suffering, everyone desires to free from suffering. So my small suffering that I have may substitute the suffering of all sentient beings with the love, compassion. See? So practice joyfully, happily. Even difficult situations, if we have mindfulness, now they know on our country the word of mindfulness going everywhere. Have you noticed? You know, in many places there's a mindfulness, mindfulness, but mindfulness of what? <laughs> mindfulness is just one word. Mindfulness of what? So understand that, you see. This is what is mindfulness. There's mindfulness of attachment. Mindfulness of the anger, you know, mindfulness of anything happen, you know. But this our mindfulness is uh, uh, mindful to do things right. Mindful to not to engage any of the negative activities. See. That's this is what is important. So practice joyfully, making effort joyfully. <coughs> Yes, see. Then meditative concentration. 
always. When you have the mindfulness, then there is meditative concentration. Oh, just aware. Mind, be restful. Relax. What the wisdom? Here, the real here wisdom is wisdom of the emptiness. It's not just not it's not just a collection of lot of informations of knowledge. The wisdom is realization of the emptiness card, the total, the complete. The it's called wisdom. So realize emptiness. As mentioned, we're making we're not making empty. Everything is constituted within the emptiness dimension. For example, if your car is later will come in the ultimate posture will come there. But if I say a few words here, if you ask this table is long or short, no, it's we say dependence. If we say this table is short, then bring a shorter, then the table becomes what? Longer. If you say this table is long, uh, if you say this table is short, if you bring a shorter one, the table becomes long, and this is short. If you say this table is uh, long, if you bring, oh, see, it's shorter, it's longer than this. <laughs> Make sense? <laughs> so it's what is the, what you can say now? Short or long? So now you say depends. <laughs> so this means the table is empty of short and long. By nature is emptiness. See? But we're so fixated, grasping, you know, there's something solid there. So that's how you relax. Everything's this nature of this, no? It's being, uh, this table is being empty of long, if there becomes a longer one, it's short. If this table is being, uh, being uh, short, because uh, if you bring shorter one, this, long. So it's being empty of long, being empty of short. So the way this all we have to understand this. That's calm, that's understand this calm. Wisdom. Then when we have that, when you realize this table is empty of being short, long, then it's all sight you can investigate. Which is table? Top down, where, side, left. There's no independent table. That's what's called form is emptiness. And emptiness is the form. Then there's nothing to attach. There's nothing to hate. So then we need to realize that meditate. Practice this. Always remind 
because we are so habituated on this like self if there's a self then we should be attached to it but initially there's no self it exists it's all labeled it's a notion then we're so kind of caught up with that and grasping on that then we suffer from this this all unnecessary that's what's called delusion that's what's called confused we are <laughs> then we suffer terribly and that the, the suffering didn't bring any benefit you see That's how to practice this. So that's um, this all called the morality of the collecting the, all the virtues. Mm-hmm. Then uh, benefiting the morality of the benefiting sentient beings, so you try to help sentient beings. But most important is just to keep love and compassion in your mind to all sentient beings. That is the morality of the benefiting sentient beings. From there, then, you just try to do whatever you can. Because we cannot do everything. Do whatever you can. Whatever you can do, just even use, just give a, a water, a glass of water, so you know, all like that. Because when you do it, I'm rather you do it on the bottom of water, but the water you can't get out of the water, because you do it on the bottom of water, you don't want to bother. Morality of the binding or morality of the giving the all the vows, avoiding all the non virtues. So there's a, as earlier mentioned, the five precepts, or avoiding the ten non-virtues. Then all the what I said, the again, which against the our Buddhist vow, so purify those, mainly purify our mind. This is always important. Samsara is only state of suffering. So I'm making this effort, how to free from suffering. This is what's called changing my life. So those things you detail you can learn from others.
Bodhisattvas who took Bodhisattvas vow, they said, I will try my best not to harm any ascension beings, their life. I will try also to practice even to keep the one Bodhisattvas vow. It's like that, you know. Just inspire yourself. So if you have like dog, cat, you give the food to the dog and the cat. So this dog, this cat represents all sensations. So it's a practice of my posture. I feed, I feed the dog, I feed the cat. Just example, you know. Uh, so because you know the dog is a sentient being when you feed the dog you are benefiting the sentient beings here you give this your food to the dog with the pure motivation of, to, to act as a, with the pure motivation to free from samsara So that's pure motivation is the, uh, called the morality of the uh, abstaining from non-virtues. So benefiting sentient beings. When you feed the dog, the dog, so you accumulate great merit. So this is the morality of the accumulating virtue. Okay? So this car, it includes the practice of generosity, there's a practice of the morality, uh, patience, and you do this joyfully, perseverance with a one-pointed mind, samadhi, seeing the nature of the, uh, the dog as a nature of the emptiness, and the uh, wisdoms they are all. So in one moment can have all the six parameters. 
So in Vinaya, when you eat food, so just to maintain the body, not out of attachment. You say, Buddha advised that way. And then in Bodhisattvas, your body has so many big, big, uh, big, victory, you know, all the insect. Oh. Oh. Microorganisms. No, microorganisms. Uh, yes. Bacteria. 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 You have a millions of bacteria, so you are eating to feed all the bacteria. <laughs> you are not eating for just yourself. See. <laughs> In Vajrayana, you visualize your de- yourself as a deity, make you after the deities. See. Then when you eat, I'll eat this food to maintain this body so that I can benefit all sentient beings. Not out of attachment. All like this, so. Okay, now next we have don't declare the body so you are so I take Buddhisattva's vows and don't declare randomly to others. Hear the sayings here. See in the Chimbatan Kube, Shanta, Botan, and also Simple Long, where the imagination just simple Labotan gave it to each son. They said, Then Lula, Mababa Chimba, Jum de Deki, Manawe, Mabatu Yishibatan. Some hear some say, if you declare, say now, say I took the Bodhisattva's vow. So there are many others who knows about the Bodhisattva's practice. So if somebody comes, now since you took Bodhisattva's vow, give me your head. <laughs> what will you do? <laughs> you should give or not? In that case, said, until we realize the total emptiness, absolute emptiness, not just glimpse of understanding, but practically nothing but whole dimensions are within emptiness, then maybe you have a courage to give you a head. Buddha advised, don't give your pieces the body. 
Buddha gave example a small medicinal plant so that if you say this this medicinal plant may grow huge tree so if you just say as soon as it is a seedling you know from the ground if you take off that will not bring much benefit but if you preserve that protect that from all the harm let grow. Let grow to the huge body tree. When that medicinal, the medicine tree grows such big tree and bears the fruit, and it will benefit so many others. Fruit, the fruit from the leaves, all the branches, you know. So, so Buddha advised that way. You should protect us. Let grow your bodhicitta. Let practice. Means let you become Buddha. After you become Buddha, then you can then you can benefit countless sentient beings. So say don't worry about that. If somebody asking, please give me your head, you know, <laughs> or give me your eyes. <laughs> Not that time, says. First, yes, first I need my eyes to read books, you know. Every time, long, 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 now next so these are the so so what so why is it not why this mean not declare randomly said active putasatos wow means there's sometimes you may there's a danger you said in the mind can rise your arrogance. So now you respect me. <laughs> Instead of I respect you, you know. Instead of I respect all the sentient beings. Instead of I respect all the Buddhas, Bodhisattvas. So I am Bodhisattva, you respect me, you know. So not to happen that. So keep in the mind. Don't declare randomly. And then there may be some others may have been jealous. Oh, so to protect from this, so don't declare gentlemen. Okay. So these are some brief, uh, they said there are 10 topics that I, I think went through that. And the Okay, so what time we have? Three? Three thirty? Yes. What do we have? A short break? Then we'll do the ultimate bodhicitta practice. Next step, prepare for. Thank you. Oh, on the other side of Samaria, Mana Pala, Pati Sama, Dena Pala, 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 Dena
That's really surprise. <laughs> yes. We will take this opportunity to celebrate your birthday. Okay, thank you so much. To pray for your long life. Okay. Because we are all very self-centered. And we need to be here with us so for our self-centered purposes. Maybe with a little bit of bodhicitta. Okay. Uh, we pray that your health is stable. That you will remain long with us and continue to guide us. Are we ready back there? Are we coming? Mm-hmm. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear So now we can go cut and then you all take the yes. cake. Yes. Oh, the cake.
14. So now turn to page 14. This is a more advanced seven lamp prayer according to the Vajrayana. So when we chant, uh, contemplate the meaning of this uh, teaching. Here in this great palace of all victors of the three times, the mandala of the primary eternal mind, upon the throne of unchanging spontaneous presence, I shall look on the self-arisen guru most sublime. As soon as that great bliss of the Dharma doctrine is seen, having sailed all the way across Samsara's immense sea, unto the pristine land and great bliss, I shall have traveled. I shall look on this supreme Guru meaningful to see. By even just recalling that very refuge in mind, Mara's armies of afflictions and thoughts are overcome. On the Guru triumphant over heroic armies, I shall look with undistracted eyes of sublime wisdom. Neither body nor all the conquerors with their children of the ten directions and the three times with none aside. Upon the throne of fearless lions, lotus, sun, and moon, I shall look with joy on your form graced by the marks and signs. Vajradhara, essence of the mind of the three kayas, to you who are inseparable from bliss most supreme, with cloud banks of innumerable bodies bowing down, I prostrate and go for refuge, singing cries of longing. Embodying the nature of precious Bodhicitta, merged with all the victorious ones throughout the three times. Your body encompasses every one of the pure realms. I bow to your body, which makes these gloriously shine. With the nectar ocean of your pure melodious speech, having revealed all phenomena as unborn fully, you conquered the king of mountains, Mount Meru of the beauty. I prostrate to your unhindered enlightened daughter speech. In the changes of Manala and the mind beyond concepts, though you have not moved from Dharmadhatu's equality, you wield the power of wisdom that knows the three times. I prostrate to your spontaneous non-duality. And for all the qualities of your body, speech, and mind, even if by all victorious ones they were expressed through all versions of Kalpas, none aside, there is no end. I prostrate to you who possess qualities limitless. Among the time the ocean of samsara is empty, all the supreme activities of ripening beings you spontaneously fulfill without interruption. I prostrate to you the Guru of Refuge most supreme. To you the vast oceans of animated offerings that delight the victorious ones and ripened beings extensively filling up the entire Dharma I offer unceasing, unsurpassable offerings. From the palace of the enlightened mind of the Great One emanated Bodhicitta light that is measureless. Thus, in all pure realms of the ten directions, not aside, there appear countless beautiful offering goddesses. From the cloud banks of offerings of offering water, flowers, incense, lamps, supreme scents, and foods that are most fine, arraying to be figures of the three times showering down, filling your realms, I offer to victors of the three times. 
as light rays are emanated from conqueror's form, there appear parasols, banners, ribbons, cloud canopies, instruments, clothes, jewels, medicines, and grains. I offer these cloud oceans of various offerings. The seven types of precious possessions, such as the wheel, seven subsidiary possessions, like the mansion, auspicious substances, those of seeding, and all the rest. Please accept these, which came from the two accumulations. All offerings and things worthy of being offerings, dwelling in the infinite pure realms of the conquerors, both those that have owners and those that do not have owners, taking them in mind, I offer them to my protector. The absolutely pure mandalas of three eyes, completely full of flawless and splendid excellencies. I offer all pure realms of conquerors of the three times, you who are the very essence of love, please accept these. To you, protector, I offer my body, speech, and mind, all the enjoyments equal to space without exception, and all the accumulated virtue of the three times. For the welfare of beings, please accept with compassion. Seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting, touching, and recalling by the goddesses of form, sound, smell, taste, and sensation, I offer sense pleasure goddesses that have cleared the three veils. Immaculate Lord of the Congress, please accept them. The Vajra Goddess of Swati, the nature of form, the greater goddess of ignorance, full purity. I shall merge her into your eyes, my Dharma Lord Guru. Please accept her in the great bliss of non-duality. The Vajra Goddess of Mind, the very nature of sound, Goddess of anger's full purity. I shall merge her into your ears, my Dharma Lord Guru. Please accept her in the great bliss of non duality. The Vajra Goddess of qualities, the nature of smell, is the great goddess of arrogance, full purity. I shall merge her into your nose, my Dharma Lord Guru. Please accept her in the great bliss of non duality. The Vajra Goddess of Speech, the very nature of taste, is the great supreme goddess of desires full of purity. I shall merge her into your tongue, my Dharma Lord Guru. Please accept her in the great bliss of non-duality. The Vajra Goddess of Activities, nature of touch, is the supreme goddess of jealousies full of purity. I shall merge her into your form, my Dharma Lord Guru. Please accept her in the great bliss of non-duality. The Vajra Goddess of all dharmas, primal emptiness, is the supreme goddess of minds, nature's full purity. I shall merge her into your mind, my Dharma Lord Guru. Please accept her in the great bliss of non-duality. Supreme victors of inseparable means of wisdom, fathers, mothers, viras, dakinis of our families, to all of the innumerable Buddhas still in space, and many offerings of great bliss, please accept and receive. From the Samadhi ocean of all Dharma's equalness, oceans of unmoving manifestations, dark beings, Bodhisattvas reigning throughout all the true the children of the victorious ones, please accept these. Through the immeasurable compassion, 
passion builds a great wrath things to possess all of countenances, bearing their sharp teeth, conquering the armies of robbers with roars of home wealth. Radical kings of primordial wisdom, please accept these. All these clouds of outer, inner, and secret offerings, this mantra of Samantha vast and spacious, possess the character of changeless non-duality. I offer through the unsurpassed offering of suchness. Within all darkness from including through purest mind's nature, all confusion of having passion over aversion to dualistic self and others, distinct good and bad,
which is uh, aspiration and action bodhicitta, we visualize that Buddha as the Nirmanakaya, uh, as the embodiment of wisdom and compassion, nature of all the Buddhas. Now here, for the ultimate uh, bodhicitta to cultivate or take the Buddhasattva's vow, we have to see the Buddha not as a Nirmanakaya, what we have to see as the Dhammakaya. Say, this is my root, guru, teacher. And then all the surround, that Buddha is surrounded by all the lineage, root lineage masters, and the Buddha's Bodhisattvas and Yedamas. This, during the time of Buddha, previous Buddha, Buddha Devankara, at that time, our Buddha Shakyamuni, he was born as a Bodhisattva. At that time, he took this ultimate say, Bodhisattva's vow. <clears throat> So then, first before he took the Vodhisattva's vow, he took his, he did the kind of frustration. It's got full, full frustration. It's called the Devankara's way of the frustration. So now, So uh, oh so that Tamsi uh, Chul Lama he has the, uh, the hair on his head. 
she lay down the hair on the ground and request Buddha to step on that hair. And Buddha did, because first he did the full prostration. Then his hair is on the ground. And he said, Until Buddha you step my your you step on my hair, I will not get up. So Buddha would Full understanding. Um, Buddha made a full step on the hair of that Brahmin Buddha At that time, he had cultivated the ultimate Buddha or took the ultimate Buddha vow. And that Buddha, Devamkara, prophesied this great Buddha will become the fourth Buddha Shakyamuni. He will be born as a Buddha Shakyamuni in this regenerated time. So that so that moment he cultivated the ultimate Bodhicitta. Now there are many different traditions. Some great scholars they say there's no way to have this satna ceremony. Through the ceremony, you cannot cultivate bodhicitta. Only through the meditation. Equipoise, meditation. Because ceremony is relative. And ultimate bodhicitta is absolute. So these candidates. All the symbols, expressions, it's all are relative. And ultimate is beyond all this expression. <clears throat> so here Lord Jidusumbu says, both are correct. Because in the Uttaratantara and others, there, there is
So that devotion is the condition which allows us want to, to see that through that condition. So in that, in that case, one can cultivate bodhicitta, that ultimate bodhicitta, through this. <clears throat> so there's no contradicts each other, because it depends so much on the skillful means. Everything is skillful. Uh, because they're in, in the... Uh, see, Matemika Avatara by Chantal Kaponesha. Without depending, without depending on the conventional state, uh, or relative state, one cannot realize the ultimate meaning. Kunzulani Without depending to the conventional uh, means, methods, one will not realize the ultimate meaning. If one is not realized the ultimate meaning, then one cannot achieve nirvana, non-abiding state of Buddhahood. So, see, all we are talking about accumulating merit, taking minor way of taking refuge and see practicing of the four immeasurables, seeing the your root guru as the Buddha. So Nemanakaya Buddha, now Dhammakaya Buddha. So this all a conventional state. We need those all these conditions, skillful methods. Through these all process methods, then there's a possibility to realize the ultimate meaning. Because it's a, like the five parts, ten bumis, when you express all those, it's all conditional. It's a conditional nature state. So what you do is bodhakart. So here we need to go through this. Now he ex- expresses this um, histories how that can happen. You know? We don't need to go through the detail of those, just a story, significance of the different stories. So this is a subject of the, 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 the who has the capacity of the supreme person practitioner. That individual has the possibility to capture that ultimate nature of the mind. This car, you have heard of, one can attend Buddhahood in one instant. Um, the, those who are middle capacity and we plan to see it to realize that. Uh, some, 
at least when we hear the profound meaning of the emptiness that also plant a seed to realize the emptiness step by step. Sense? Am I saying am I saying the right thing? Kind of 
make the samsara pieces. The concrete of fixation of samsara makes pieces. So that because of this first year proceeding, you are root guru Buddha as a Dharmakaya. Absolute the Buddha. The nature of the all, do you see? The Buddha is the Buddha. Buddha is the embodiment of all the Dharma the perfection of the Sangha. So Buddha is the embodiment of all the three jewels. <clears throat> and to that Buddha then make all those offerings as we said the prayers. Including your body, speech, mind. Offering make make offering is all within the non existence nature. Now here, there are many that can do the frustration, but maybe you have to do once at least, you know. You know how to do full frustration? Okay, please do one. It's a good exercise as well. <laughs> and those you cannot do, sit, 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 sit. Yeah. Those who have no good knees, bags, then okay. Done the frustration, please sit. Uh, 
who is the embodiment of all the speech of Buddhas of the Three Times. I take refuge in the, the wisdom mind of the Lama, or the precious Lama, who is the embodiment of all the wisdom body of all the Buddhas of the Three Times. That, as I mentioned, Buddha, you in front of you as a Dhammakaya. That is your guru. And then we repeat this three times in Tibetan. You understood meaning? Yeah. But is speech mind. The natural for all the Buddhas of the three times. Okay? And if you have flowers, you can hold flower in your hand and focus all to the Buddha totally hold your beings emptiness nature of your body body speech mind taking refuge the emptiness of the Buddha's wisdom speech mind so that we meditate in that space there's no any delusions uh, exist all the mental delusions afflictions are nothing but empty with this mind, with, with the total joy, such kind of great appreciation. With this, then we follow this uh, first taking refuge in the ultimate way. Love your consul, sir. Love your consul, sir. Da Ming. Da Ming. Okay, you need to say your names. Dishi Kiwa, Dudene Sone, Chisi, Korwe Tazo Chabo, Tomba Mandurki Pato, Tuzum Sanke, Tuzum Sanke, Tamjeki, Moturba, Lamatambe, Kula Tapsucho, Yusumji, Sanjay Tamjeki, Sugimur, Durba, Lama Tabe, Sola, Tapu Cho, Yusumji, Sanjay Tamjeki, Sugimur, Durba, Lama Tabe, Tula Tapu Cho, this fast. Now second, please reinforce, take refuge to, uh, to realize your body, speech, mind as the nature of the Buddha's body, speech, mind, the Dharmakaya. No, totally in that. So we just do the uh, ultimate refuge ceremony. Love Daming. Please say your names. Dishi Kiwa. Dundene Sune. Jisi Korwe. Dato Chembo. Tombar. Mandulgi Pato. Kuzum Sanje. Tusugi. Sanje Tamjeki. Kuyu Mojurba. Lama Tambe, Kula Tapso Cho, Dusungi, Sanjay Tamjeki, Sugu Moro Gurba, 
things illusory nature look at this of course everything functions within the illusion there's a suffering it's illusion but it's the suffering until we realize still suffering is there we cannot deny that because there's a cause of suffering there's a mental delusions we have attachment it's illusion but still there so that's what we, we can we should sort out all this you see everything's just a reflection Buddha who realized this total nature and then through these great teachers of India, great masters who realized in our lineage, let's look, say like Milarepa, look at how he realized he can enter into the yak horn, it's the horn of the cat. The horn is not bigger, he is not smaller, but he could content and sit there spaciously because he realized his illusory nature. Just to understand, you see, through your small eyes, you can see a whole mountain. How this whole big mountain can enter in your eyes. It's illusory nature. In a small mirror, reflect whole Mount Mirror. How that can be. It's the demonstration of the illusory nature. But still we don't realize. So that's called Buddha's body. Speech, mind. This was explanation is the how to deconstruct deconstruction of the our delusion and then see the reality nature from that. Within in the emptiness everything manifests yet dissolve into emptiness. So see this. Now next here, everybody has the deity of practice here. What kind of practices you do? Tara. Tara, then what else? <coughs> Chandrasit, what else? Amitabha. Amitabha, then? Oh? Amitabha. Oh? Yourself, pass yourself, how yourself manifests into the deity. When you practice Tara, is it as for example white Tara or green Tara? 
from within emptiness, then you visualize the lotus flower. On the lotus flower, there are seven mountains, then you are sitting there as a dara. Then the mantra rotates at your heart, isn't it? So anybody who doesn't have any deity yoga practices here, you don't. You don't. You have no any, huh? Not yet. Not yet. Don't when? Shy. <laughs> you don't have either. Oh. But you know those Tara. You know Tara. I don't. Or what, what else? I don't know the practice. You don't practice. I, I sit, but I don't know that practice. Okay. You, yeah. uh, but you have idea of Aulukteshwara, Chindrasik, Omani Pemehu. You know those. Yeah. Omani Pemehu is a universal matra, you know. <laughs> So here, you all just, your dishonored body dissolve into emptiness, just, you know. Like a snow, a ball of snow melt on the ground, no trace left. Then from within that emptiness, you become the deity. So I am the Tara. I am the Aurudeshwara Chandrasi. I am Amitabha. Or I am the Vajrayogini. I am the Chakrasambhara. Whatever you have. Or say Kala Chakra. You become that. Just in your mind you become that. That is inseparable of emptiness and appearance. Appear like a rainbow you can see precisely all the color, but you cannot touch. Its nature is emptiness. this moment you have in your minds, I'm this, my deity practice. So at this level, in your mind, where your ordinary body is gone, because your mind is occupied by the deity. Where the deity is come from. These are very simple, but very profound. At this moment, your ordinary body is gone nowhere. Your deity bodies come from nowhere. Is inexpressible, yet that manifest. See, this is a very special, profound instruction 
that is given by Lord Chaktasungun. Now, as soon as if you forget your deity yoga practice, where the deity disappear and where your own other body come from. But then look at see your ordinary body becomes the basis of all the suffering. Your deity body is the source of all the peace and happiness. So we look outside this nature, look inside that nature. So then because of that, 
there's no any inherent definite. All just reflection. Whatever you reflect, it appears. When you reflect as enemy, it becomes enemy. If you reflect as a friend, it becomes your friend. If you reflect as real, you reflect as real. If you reflect as emptiness, it reflects emptiness, you see. Make sense? Look at this. That's how we all we need to practice that. That's why the Lord Jesus says a skillful method. That which we cannot express beyond expression. If we live that way, we cannot express when and how we can achieve, realize that. But when there's a skill, then that skillful method allows you to see, experience. Now you see, this all on your mind. Now you can understand more. This power of the mind, the complexity of the mind, the profundity of the mind. See? When one time Lord Jitasumul was in the retreat, a man was possessed by evil spirits. So from he has been sick for a long time. Then he heard of Jitasumun who has a great skill. So he was desperate and went to see Jitasumun. But Jitasumun, without meeting him, knows very he, he came to know very precisely, and his attendant gave the information to Jitasum about his desperate. So Jitasum told through the attendant, said, "Give him instruction of meditation, Chandrasekh, <coughs> all of Deshwara, the four-armed Chandrasekh." So through that received the instruction, that man meditated for seven days without stopping. So near the end of those seven days, then that entity started coming. Where is my man? I lost. He made this noise and disappeared. Says yesterday, mission. 
Within in the emptiness, there's nothing to manifest. But our thought say, continues. So defending the thoughts, perception. What is negative thoughts, negative perception, manifest from that form. When there's a wisdom thought, bodhicitta, loving kindness, and manifest from that form. See? So that is here the this profound instruction. Uh, so with this instruction, now uh, there's one recitation. So, again, please see the Buddha as the Dhammakaya. That's your root guru, from which the, you are receiving this vow. Uh-huh. And if you, have, if you have flowers, you can hold in your mouth. If you don't have, that doesn't matter. If you just join your hand at the heart, you know, then uh, yes, we have uh, so to receive the ultimate bodhicitta here. First I will try to explain this. No? So, Master, please hear my request. As the previous Tathagata, Arahats, Samyaksam Buddha, the ultimate perfect Buddha, Bhagavan, <coughs> There, what they said, uh, there, uh, they have cultivated mind, or they uh, realize, or they, yeah, they have cultivated mind, the ultimate bodhicitta, in the in the nature of the emptiness. The mind is not born from from right from the beginning. A primordially unborn mind, equalness of all phenomena, and no self. So no self of the phenomena, and free from the grasping and fixation of the skanda. Dhatu Ayatana, the form of the five aggregates, the 18 Dhatus, elements, 12 increasing field, Ayatana. So as they cultivate that mind this way, see, today my name is their time. I will also cultivate the mind that way. 
Understood the meaning? So let's make sure. At least some glimpse of understanding this necessary. Our body is what we have is five aggregates. It's naturally is emptiness. And the, the eighteen darkness elements of the body is also emptiness. The twelve ayatana is naturally is emptiness. And that's called two selves. One is called person self, another is called phenomena self. So the this five aggregates of forces empty of the person self. And then there's no phenomena self. And the nature of them is the nature of the emptiness is unborn, is equalness of all phenomena. So as the those Buddha have cultivated that mind, today I cultivate this in front of the Buddha, the Dhammakaya Buddha. So with this in the mind, please repeat this ceremony. Lobe Konsu Sir, Chitramanji, Tishin Shepa, Tajoba, Yantapur, Tobe Sanje, Jumdende, Namji, Pumbutan, Kamdan, Jichetan, Sumwa, Zimba, Tamje, Namrapamba, Chutameba, Nabani, Ranki Sem, Domane, Majeba, Domba Niji, Monito, Tujeba, Zeba, Tishindo, Tishindo, Please say, please your name. Dishi Kiwetang, Dishi Kiwetang, Sin Kiper, Sin Kiper, fast. Please repeat the second. Please reinforce on this meditation all these different levels, free from all this. Existence, all illusory nature, that illusion nature itself is the emptiness. So that my mind is that nature. So I cultivate this ultimate bodhicitta. So please repeat second. Lobe Konsu Sir, Jitramonji, Dishin Shiba, Tachomba, Yantapur, Tobe Sanje, Chumdente, Namji, Pumbotan, Kandan, Kichetan, Suan Zimba, Tamje, Namrapamba, Shutameba, Nabani, Uncle Sen, Zemane, Majeba, Umbaniji, Monito, 
Tu Kiepar, Zeba, Dishinto, 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 then you just your mind just set it like the nature of the space. So, please please repeat this. Uh, the third recitation. Lord, we consult Kamdan, Gijetan, Suwan Zimba, Tamje, Nabrapamba, Shudamaba, Nabani, Rangi Sem, Domanem, Majiba, Kambani, Monito, Tukeper, Zeba, Dishinto, Amin. Say your names. Dishi Kiwe Tang. Dishi Kiwe Tang. If you have flower, please offer to the, the Buddha, Dhammakara Buddha. Tavinom. So this is called receiving the ultimate bodhicitta. Cultivating the ultimate bodhicitta. So when you look at your mind, the mind itself is free from the five skanta, the eighteen elements of dhatu, twelve ayatana or increasing element. Free from all the fixation, grasping. (coughs) Because there's no any inherent entities exist. Primordially, the things, all these phenomena, does not exist as we perceive. Oh. Okay, that's it. So this you receive through this ceremony. You cultivated mind this way through this ceremony, but blessings to Buddha Dharma Kaya. In the relative, we need Buddha's blessing. 
but in reality your mind is set, is the Dhammakaya. So always you know, meditate on this. you find there's nothing to make effort. Yes, that's true. So we have to make effort within the effortless state. Okay. Sometimes you say, no, no need effort. And all the negative emotions are manifest. Then you don't know what to do. Lama told us there's nothing to make effort. (laughs) <laughs> so I'm confused. Need mindfulness, mission, mindfulness, alertness, heedfulness. This is a special technique. Then you'll really enjoy our life from today. In the samsara and for the nirvana enlightenment. <clears throat> so, this kind of great instructions, methods, skills are given by Lord Chaitanya His all teachings are so precious. Gives it at a point. So we should feel that we should feel so fortunate. So I'm so fortunate having this opportunity. So he's if you read his lab story now there's a collection of his lab story called a small booklet. Calling the Lama from afar. Anybody has this? Yeah, read that. There's called meaningful to behold. And there's called something mystic, 
bought you something. Praise you, Mr. Bhagavan. When you read this, then this will make more sense now. Now, next session. We have this translation now. It is in the prayer. In, in the world, we have this. Now here's one special uh, prayer that you need to repeat. First I will translate this. Master, please hear my request. In my whole now, life after life, whatever that I will not give up the bodhicitta, these two types of bodhicitta. Then, May I not separate from that great teacher, the Buddha Dhammakaya, from Lord Jitsa Sungun. May I not separate from this teacher in my life. May I never separate from this great teacher. Make sense? Okay. If you have flower, you can hold in your hand. If you don't have, don't worry. No, as I mentioned, don't worry. Uh, look, it's okay. No need. If you have, yes. Yes, please bring. Yeah. So first you see, may I not separate this bodhicitta, this truth which is so important, as I mentioned. Like this, like this yesterday, today, this is a special ceremony. Now you're married to the bodhicitta. Okay. <laughs> now you never divorce from this. <laughs> Then your life will be rich, full. I have bought a cheta. Have you heard of Kunu Lama Rinpoche? I'm sure some of you have seen that there's a one praise to both cheta, the name of the book Vast as the Vast as the skies, you know, vast as the space, deep as the sea. Have you heard? Maybe some of you must have seen that book. 
Is that book is nothing but all about Bodhicitta. There are 355 verses. All Bodhicitta. Even His Holiness Dalai Lama received Bodhisattva's teaching from him. From that Dalai Lama, so much inspired Bodhicitta. His life was very simple, nothing, but he felt he's so rich. Because his life was so simple, there's some uh, Westerners, a rich guy, I think, went to see him, and they saw him in such a poor condition, and they asked, do you need anything we can give you? He said, I have everything what I need. He said, no, <laughs> I have a bodhicitta. If you know how to practice bodhicitta, you are really rich. That's the best wealth you can carry this life, life after life, life after life. life. If you have one, a, a billion, no, cash you have, but after this life you have to leave behind. Next life you'll be poor, you know. <laughs> Bodhisattva, rich. So that's what is what I mean here. So may I not separate Bodhisattva, the two types of Bodhisattva that I have cultivated. Then may I not separate from the teacher from Buddha Dhammakaya and Lord Chichasukhu who taught this teaching. Okay? So please uh, repeat this. Lord Gonsosu, Namsig, Sera, Tamjeto, Changju, Sin Medongshin. Changchukdo, Sengjibe, Geweishinye, Lamarebochetang, Dunandoyang, Medjogar Jorujik, Lobelkonsosun, Namsi, Tserap Tamjeto, Changchukki, Sen, Medongshin, Changchukdo, Sengjibe, Sengjibe,Sengjibe,Geweishinye,Lamarinbochetang,Dunandoyang,Medjawa,Jorojik,Lobeokonsosun,Namshi,Tsara,Tamjeto,Changchukki,Changchukki,Sen,Medongshin,
concept of things are naturally empty. So just relax the mind as it is. Not bringing in object in the mind, non-referential state. That non-referential state, the self is Paramita, the perfection of the wisdom. That is called ultimate bodhicitta. So this uh, brief uh, meditation ceremony of this uh, bodhicitta, uh, first we'll recite the Adasirma Mandra for seven times. As if we made, if I made a mistake, <laughs> if you made a mistake, we need to make correction, you know. <laughs> So purify all the mistakes we made during this ceremony from yesterday to today. This. Sarvatha Bhagavata Vajra 
When the space, when the sky is so clear, 
no cloud, no dust. Pristine, clear, like that kind of mind. Meditate. In that you see no inner space for the delusion to manifest. Because the nature of the delusions are also emptiness. So this you can also do practice. In this, this during this uh, Friday night, and especially yesterday, today, our ceremony we went through step by step. Yeah, our centers, up and down centers, uh, Dr. Logan, Master Master, Doctor, uh, online. Requested this to perform, to perform this, and he's mentioned this last year. His Holiness has performed this teaching. So I, I said, since His Holiness has performed this ceremony, I can do it. <laughs> but then his uh, His Holiness, there was no real good translator there. So he tried his best. So uh, to to be a service for his soreness. Then said, okay, then maybe you can try some. Mm-hmm. As also said, I, my English is also very limited. <laughs> you no, know? many ways limited, especially these profound teachings. Uh, my understanding is also limited. And then my language barrier is there. <laughs> but we tried our best with progress. And he has also mentioned we usually do this repeated, you know, repeat again and again. So now, uh, because of our vice uh, master here uh, has done this, so I'm so also very grateful having this opportunity. So I hope you also will also got some benefits from this. So anyhow, Dharma is always you see precious source of our hope, peace, wisdom. It makes our life more meaningful. As I think this two dimension, since Dharma is coming in the West. Slowly, slowly establishing, you know, it takes time, it may not happen just that moment, but if you spend time, you know, there are some, as I mentioned, the people I met in the 80s, you know, 90s, were aging together. <laughs> but uh, those who have continued Dharma-static practice, you can ask them how much they got the benefit. Makes life much better. Try to free from all 
those delusions. Unless, not much. We should say more civilized. Not from wearing cloth, how to civilize, but mentally, you know. So make the mind more clear. So this way, step by step, then we had a hope, always to attain Buddhahood. So please keep that in mind and change your life by yourself. Use the Dharma as a tool. And thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Can I say some dedication prayers? It's okay now, no need. No, it's okay. No, no, no need. Please. Before uh, I express my thanks to Rinpoche, uh, I want to thank all of you for coming here this weekend. Uh, you have uh, given up your time, your resources uh, to make the effort to be here. And also, uh, many friends from out of town are here, some new friends uh, and some older friends. Uh, the older friends, it seems like a reunion. Uh, these uh, students at Rinpoche from many, many years back. And many of us all uh, started uh, learning the Dharma at the center that Rinpoche founded uh, many years ago, uh, which first started in Washington, D.C., and then moved to uh, Frederick, Maryland. Uh, so thank you. Uh, to all of you for coming, and of course, uh, thank you to all the people who are here, uh, who is always working to make this place uh, work, to keep this place uh, going, to keep the doors open. Uh, thank you to all of you. Uh, people sometimes ask me, what do you do here? Uh, I said my title is Chief Instigator Officer. So I just instigate, and then other people have to work. Uh, so if this place works at all, it's really because of all the people who are working. Uh, I just instigate, and then sometimes I instigate and then I, I disappear. Uh, so, but really, uh, thank, uh, thank you to all of you uh, who made this uh, possible. And so now, uh, just as... Uh, the text tells us, uh, even if uh, a Buddha were to praise, uh, uh, clearly delineate all the qualities of Buddhas, uh, it can never be done. Uh, so in the same way, I feel that uh, uh, personally, uh, there's no way uh, for me to really express all the things uh, that I want to express. Uh, towards you, Rinpoche. Uh, you have been very kind to so many people, of course. Uh, 
but personally, uh, to me, uh, you have been so kind. Uh, when I first turned up at your center, uh, you very generously and kindly uh, made the arrangements so that it's possible uh, for this uh, Malaysian foreign student and a foreign man uh, to have uh, both a spiritual home and also uh, home in a sense of support uh, from other people. Uh, from day one, uh, you have done that uh, and you have continued uh, to support and to guide. Uh, even though in the last 10-15 years, uh, you have been uh, traveling more and outside of this country, uh, but all the teachings that you have given uh, have uh, a little bit of that uh, have stuck. And even just the little bit that have stuck, uh, I think have produced some good, uh, some good that to whatever ability I can, uh, I try to share with others. Uh, as you have always said, um, the most precious text that you have ever encountered is the Jewel Ornament of Liberation uh, by Lord Gampopa, and you tirelessly teach the Jewel Ornament of Liberation. And I would dare say, uh, if any of us, uh, particularly myself, uh, ever get liberated, it's because you are the jewel ornament of liberation. It's because of you uh, that there's some hope uh, for us uh, to be liberated. And so, uh, I really thank you uh, personally, and of course on behalf of the board, on behalf of everyone here, uh, I thank you again and again for coming, and we pray that you will keep coming back, and I will, uh, we will all try our best uh, to put the teachings into practice. I always say that if we don't put the teachings into practice, then we have no business taking the teacher's time. And so if we don't so immediately uh, email you and call you and say come back, it's because we're embarrassed that we have not yet put some of the teachings into practice. So we dare not call you. But you should know that constantly we are hoping that you will come back. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Urban Dharma NC podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, we hope you'll consider supporting our mission to foster a deeper understanding of the teachings of the Buddha, to build meaningful community, and to integrate contemplative teachings into everyday life. We invite you to make a donation online at udharmanc.com or make a purchase at our store, tibetanspirit.com. Thank you. May all beings benefit.